Hello, everybody. Nicholas Snow here, your promo homo. Welcome to the first week and third installment of the new primetime show on Promo Homo TV called The Snowstorm. And uh, I have just successfully hit a button that allows me to simulcast on Instagram. So I'm on Instagram right now. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on YouTube. And I am embedded at promohomo.tv. So I've asked the question in the headline for this episode, what's, what, so what's not to love about Donald Trump? Uh, the reason I asked that is someone that I love and care about recently just asked me, why don't you like Donald Trump? And he also brought up to me how he was sort of put off by what I said in the very beginning of my first episode about how I avoid uh, Fox News at all costs, which also came up with some very interesting comments on uh TikTok, which I'm going to get into. Um, I have an amazing guest in the green room waiting to come on. Joyce Silver is currently the Riverside County Democratic Party chair, a founder of the activist group Courageous Resistance Indivisible of the Desert, and former vice president of Democratic Women of the Desert. She was the host of a radio show and podcast, Outspoken, with producer John McMullen. And additionally, she ran as the California State Party endorsed candidate for state Senate in 2018, where the GOP candidate only won by 3%. I've known Joy for quite some time, and uh, I promise that you're going to want to stay tuned for a lot of what she has to say, and um, I'm just going to give you a term to think about uh, while we wait for her to come on the show. Exploiting emotional differences. Exploiting emotional differences. Um, I want you to know that if you are watching live and have a question or comment, it may be featured on the screen. Unless you are watching on Instagram, I cannot feature your comments on the screen, the screen from uh, Instagram. I want to invite you also to become a Promo Homo TV superstar by voluntarily subscribing to Promo Homo TV for as little as $3 a month. Or when you're in the mood, you can send a Venmo gift to at Promo Homo TV. I do not have advertisers for this series, The Snowstorm. I have sponsors of Promo Homo TV, but I'm intentionally doing this ad-free so I can address any topic I want without upsetting any sort of advertiser. I want the freedom to do as I please on this show, and I do not want to be held back uh, by those sorts of tricky relationships. So with that, stay tuned. I see we have multiple people uh, watching live. Remember, you can comment. I'll give you a question to start out with. Where are you watching from? And I'll be back with Joy Silver after this. Promo Homo TV is all about empowering you, our communities, and our world. Shouting out to my media partners, Pink Media. Amplifying Promo Homo TV across the Twitterverse with their hashtag I Love Gay campaign. GayDesertGuide.LGBT And KGay1065 Palm Springs, available worldwide. Ask your smart speaker to play KGAY.
It's as simple as this. We will save our democracy in 2024, or we will watch the United States implode. I'm Nicholas Snow, and this crisis we face is why I have launched The Snowstorm, a nightly Hot Topics panel discussion show in which I will curate your social media comments into the show, and we will connect the conversation to action we can take to save America. Watch The Snowstorm nightly at 6 p.m. Pacific at promohomo.tv. I'm back, and I'm going to bring to the the screen my good friend and a political warrior, Joy Silver. Hi, Joy. Hi there. I so totally love the idea of you calling me the warrior. That's wonderful. I'm really excited to be here today to talk to you and everyone who's listening. Well, I'm just thrilled that you mm -hmm. are here as well. And uh, Elk Whistle, my friend Aaron Terry, is watching from Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. How appropriate. Uh, so, Joy, before mm -hmm. I get into specific uh, questions, I want to share with you and my viewers uh, feedback that I got when I shared in my first episode why I avoid Fox News at all costs. And... Uh, one of the reasons is that they've been proven to be liars and they've been in my opinion but also factually they've been proven to be liars they lost a 300 quarter uh three uh, 750 million dollar lawsuit for lying about uh the big lie for for fostering the big lie and also I was compelled to watch Fox News for hours and hours and hours on repeat when I visited my parents. And there's a lot of pain that comes up from realizing that people that I love and people that I care about are completely informed by that environment. And I also um, have felt like anybody that believes what's on Fox News, I don't have a way of reaching them. So I don't necessarily consider people who watch Fox News in, in my target audience for this particular show. But on TikTok, I got some responses about my close my closed offness to Fox News. And I got some responses. I'm sort of new on uh, not new on TikTok, but new understanding it. So one person uh, stated that the reason that I don't watch Fox is because I'm weak minded. Someone else states that watching the news like that corrupts your mind and puts false illusions in your head. Stop listening and put your faith in Christ Jesus. Uh, one person says, but we can still get along and be friends. You can't think every you you can't think everyone who says something you don't disagree with is the enemy. And finally, someone says. I'm just open to all opinions because that's how society is. Everyone's will be different. That's the greatest thing, and everyone might not agree. Um, another person commented, I'm thinking a lot of differing ideas do that to him, do that to me. Freedom is scary. He never got the helmet. Um, and one person asked, why does a news channel trigger you? So I did, uh, I did mention some of the reasons why. Um, so what is your response to my feelings about Fox News and this need to figure out how to communicate with people that we have different opinions with? 
I think there's a really big difference between um, between having a difference of opinion and wanting you dead. And I so th th those are not opinions. When you assemble groups that become militia groups that target people that that you're afraid to speak out because it might trigger their violence against you, which is what we've seen happen across this country, when the ginning up of um, grievance campaigns and and uh, creating an environment where you become the enemy because of whatever your orientation is or your gender or your race or your cultural or your religious beliefs, these are not opinions, okay? An opinion is when you have a different point of view. But if you're advocating for someone's demise and you're advocating for the taking away of rights, these are not opinions. So it's very difficult to hear somebody call um, uh, these what what Fox is talking about as 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 displaying different opinions. They're not. There's there's the, the point of it all though is to create chaos and to discredit any forms of truth that might come out. So in in order to discredit the truth, you must put as much disinformation out as possible so that all forms of of reporting and of information are discredited so that none of them are considered credible. And that is the entire trick. And this goes back even further in history, but we will get into that a little bit. Well, thank you for that. Uh, um, Rock May is watching. I believe he's in Northern California. Paulina Angel, who you know, is watching from Indio. And uh, Kathy Jo Hoy is watching from La Quinta. Welcome all. Um, so it's painful to love people who believe the big lie and who are informed by Fox News, or should I say misinformed. And uh, I believe that what this particular person that I love uh, once told me that he's kind of stopped watching Fox News because he thought it was not uh conservative enough so he started watching oan instead <laughs> wow. um now uh this is someone that i i love dearly and uh so i and i'm not naming uh, his name i don't want to bring him shame although he's proud of his beliefs and he should be um but this isn't to make him a bad person it's just to describe our differences and uh Frankly, the way that we've learned to have a relationship is we don't talk about these things. And, you know, that's what I'm doing in that situation. Rock says chaos is a great word to use. Mm -hmm. So I know you want to talk about the right wing, but before we get into the specific action of the right wing, um, answer the question, what's not to love? Literally, what is not to love about Donald Trump? because there are people that believe everything that they've heard on these other other sources of misinformation. Well, I think anybody who asks that question is already a goner because then if you say you don't love him because he's an insurrectionist, they're going to tell you he's not. If you say that he said, I want to be dictator on day one, they're going to tell you he's joking. But what we've learned is that whatever he says is exactly what he's going to do. 
He tells you what he's going to do. He And so with that in mind, you can't speak to the person who's asking you that question because whatever you're going to tell him, he's going to tell you that's not true. He didn't mean that. When somebody sees a savior, somebody who's going to speak about revenge and get everybody that's ever hurt them, when it comes from the victim place, and this this is their their hero is going to fight everyone that ever caused them any hurt and put them in their rightful position of ruling the world, this is, there is no way that you're going to be able to have a conversation for what's not to like about the guy. Because everything he is, is what they love. It's what they wish that they could personally do. What's interesting about that, the idea is this person is close to you. You should be able to have a conversation with that. But you know, there's also that point in time when somebody says to you, why are you doing this? And they say, God told me to do it. God told me. When somebody hits that moment in time in a conversation, you will never be able to have a conversation with that person because it already assumes that there is a God as they see God and that God is speaking directly to them and only to them and others like them that they deem are credible to hear the voice of God. So how do you argue or even present an alternate view or even, you can't do that. I think for you in your case, when you talk about, well, this person wants me dead, doesn't want me to have any rights, doesn't want me to marry who's important to me, are you saying that's okay for me to not be a full citizen with full rights? Now, I don't yes. know if you've had those by, conversations. Well, by this person we're referring to Donald Trump doesn't want me to have all of that's those right. things. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, Kathy, Kathy Joe Hoy, by the way, I, of course I remember you, Kathy. Uh, um, she says, for us, it was about family members supporting a political person who they don't personally who they don't know personally, who wants to take away rights from others in the same family that they say they love, which is true. I mean, um, uh, Donald Trump does want to take away my health care. Donald Trump does want to take away uh, uh, the right for transgender people to serve in the military. Donald Trump uh, is dehumanizing immigrants. Uh, he uh, tried to overcome, uh, overthrow the, the, the country. So, um, that, you know, that's just, that's just that. But, but so, that, com that conversation is a conversation for you having with your friend. It still won't change their mind. I mean, here's a person. I, I get it. So that's why I don't talk about it. Yeah. Here's a person who said that the immigrant blood is, po the immigration is poisoning the blood of Americans. Well, his children, whom he had with an immigrant wife, he has then poisoned the blood of his own family. So you could point this out as hypocritical and the people who think differently will say, well, he's not talking about himself, right? He's not talking about white people. He's not whatever, you know, it doesn't matter because it's a cult. And so how do you deprogram someone in a cult? And I think that's kind of where we're at at this moment in time. Right. And that gets that's that sort of brings us full circle. So uh, I don't want to be around Fox News and I really don't want to be having conversations with people that believe Fox News about politics. 
And there are some people in my life that are family who I love that I don't want to exclude from my life. And so the compromise is that we basically don't talk about these things because we're never going to agree. So that's why when I think about this show, I don't feel like I'm targeting those people in my audience. I'm targeting people that are open to reason and I'm targeting the people who already believe and know the facts of the insurrection. So we can be hyper motivated to do everything that we can to save America because America is in the balance. And um, uh, so Kathy uh, is saying uh, yes about women's rights. And Rock May is talking about uh, how um, Donald Trump abuses power. Yeah. Well, he, he abuses power because he only cares about himself. And so, he, and he never will, I mean, he, he is certainly not interested in the people who follow him in, in essence. But I think that what you said is really important because initially my concept was I, I'm not going to talk to th that set of people. And there's also been polls out there that have said that if he's convicted, this is changing some people's minds that indeed he is a criminal. Okay, so that's that's a big deal because if he's convicted, then certain people will vote differently. Okay, so find more people that agree that anybody who says I want to be a dictator on day one actually means it and knows this man's history. They will understand that this is indeed what he's talking about right now. You know, so being a, a, a dictator and it's a, not a new thing in history. We watch the same thing happen after World War One through World War Two. And he's using exactly the same mechanisms and is also aligning himself just like Mussolini and Hitler and Hirohito did. He is actually aligning himself with other power brokers who see the world as this sort of elite authoritarian people that are going to cut up the world and then kind of rule it. And, and they're using exactly the same methodology, discredit, disinformation, so nobody knows the real news. I mean, this is, you can watch right now, World War II, it's called um, From the Front Lines, that really explains from the German point of view, how it happened to them. And I think this is a very fascinating thing, because we will see that parallel in history. But given that we want to unify ourselves against dictator on day one. That's what I call my program for the county, right? Dictator on day one, the looming crisis. Okay. So having that, we have to really look at how the disunification of those people who believe that he is going to be dictator on day one, how, uh, how are the extremists disunifying us as a group and they're doing a really good job and i think rather successfully that they're that they're doing that uh the support from the palestinians had become anti-semitic the bernie bernie's campaign had become sexist or we would have had hrc they exploit our emotional differences and that is the key they already ran this case study during the bernie campaign now they're using it for the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Truth is not a binary scenario. There's not a one side or the other. There are many pieces in between, but we're not really treated to that because it's either it's this way or it's this way. It's either black or white. And we know that's not true in gender. It's not true in orientation and certainly not true in 
politics or world crisis moments. So we're not, we're now taught, don't listen to any of the news. If you have a certain way of looking at the Palestinian situation, you're not going to believe anything that comes out of the Israeli media. If you have a certain sense of the Israeli media, you're not going to believe what you're seeing the social media flooding is from the Palestinians. So they're using and their emotional issues. They're talking about really highly emotional issues. And it was the same during the Bernie campaign. They know what works. They play the long game. Our only hope is to unify against the dictator on day one. Well, I want to talk to you after the break about how we do that. Um, about something you recently said, Kathy Joe Hoy says it's a pattern you can follow and see how he is following the pattern and people don't want to believe it. It's true. Uh, he has the Supreme Court in his pocket. Kathy Joe watched the from the front lines, says it's an excellent documentary. Uh, Rock says everything is interconnected and uh, Kathy Joe Hoy is agreeing with Elk Whistle. Um, with that, I have a serious message and a humorous message uh, for my audience, and I'll be back with more compelling conversation with Joy Silver. particular shirt is the crux of the hopeful sexual campaign and it is designed to inspire authentic human connection while simultaneously combating sexual sexuality based shame and stigma and the really cool thing is if you go to hopefulsexual.com it takes you to an amazon store where this shirt is available in all sorts of styles sizes and colors and i use the revenue to fund promohomo.tv so check it out i think everyone almost everyone is a hopeful sexual don't you So, Joy, while you're... Th did you like that boat PSA, by the way? I did. I loved that. That's wonderful. Thank you for doing that. Oh, listen, my pleasure. Um, while you're thinking about how to answer the question and inspire everyone, how do we unify? You know, what can we do to surmount all of this? Just want to remind people that if they comment on the screen, I can uh, put their comment. If they comment on the social media they're watching, I can feature their comment. Unless you're on Instagram... And I think if you comment while watching live on Instagram, I can see it. 
uh, on another screen. I just can't import it into this broadcast. If you're inspired by this show and you want to support it, you can subscribe for as little as $3 a month. And uh, you can at, Patre- at patreon.com slash promohomotv, or you can Venmo at promohomotv whenever you're in the mood to give me some money. <laughs> and uh, hopefulsexual.com does take you right to the Amazon store. So with that joy, um, one of the things that I've learned is that I always want to talk for two hours more when someone's on my show because it goes by very fast. And this is the third night of uh, the brand new show. And I realized, oh, what the snowstorm is, it's an ongoing conversation that never ends with different players. And we just pick up where we left off tomorrow. So uh, everyone watching is always going to want more, but you have more to give us. What can we do? What can we do? So I know that we are have a time constraint, but I can make it very short and very um, sweet. You know what? I can go over a little bit for you. I'm not required oh, okay. to end at 30 minutes. I'm not okay. required to end at 30 minutes. All right. Okay. So there's a few things to think about. I think one of the most dangerous things is is the is to um that I hear are from voters who say, I have to vote my conscience. I don't like what Biden, Biden didn't say ceasefire. Biden didn't do what I wanted him to do at the border. So I'm going to vote for, and then they list other candidates. This is really part of the far right's strategy to keep us from voting for the candidate that could actually beat fascism. And we are talking about fascism here. Not there's no, <laughs> your earphone fell right out of your ear when I said that, because it is true. And and we have and there's no ifs ands or buts about it. It is total fascism that we're dealing with here. And so, when somebody says I can't do it because they didn't do exactly what I think they should do on exactly a single issue, the the total disregard for what's going to happen to all the others and the suffering that they will bring when a fascist walks in is unconscionable. So I'm not saying this is my ideal candidate of all time. I'm saying this is the candidate that has done this much for us now and needs that Senate and that Congress to continue to do. It's going to be better than it would be if we had the fascist involved, the fascist at the head. Because he gets in, he ain't never leaving, never going to leave. And that is what we're really fighting. We're not fighting, I don't like what Biden said at the border. I don't like how he hasn't, you know, stopped houselessness in the entire United States. These are not things that can happen simple and not in context. And I think that there's a lot about movement and progress that people are not comfortable with. They want to see what they want to see when they want to see it. And that, that doesn't do all of the people who will suffer, including themselves, should fascism come to power. So what is our answer? We have to unite against the dictator on day one. We have to vote for the Democrat who is the winner, that the most likely the most likely person to win, regardless of how we feel about every single thing that he did because we cannot afford to lose to the fascists. There, that will be the end of this democracy. And then it will take whatever time it will take to, to change that. 
we won't see it in our lifetime. You know, I, I'm so fascinated to hear as recently as this morning on CNN, people say, uh, pundits and pollsters, that your average citizen isn't waking up in the morning thinking about the election. And I'm clearly not an average citizen because I wake up every day thinking about the election. I wake up every day thinking how much is at stake, how many lives are at stake. And um, it's it's just very frightening, Joy. Well, that's, that's the very good point that you just made, Nicholas. The reason you're waking up every day is because you know that you're living on the edge of exactly what that policy change would mean to your actual life. You know what it means to, to have your orientation. You know what it means to get the kind of health care you need in order to be who you are today. You know what it means to have a, a, a home that you can afford to be in. These are very real issues that are hanging by a thread. Even in the situation that we're in now in the environment, we've only made that much progress on, on those many issues. That's why you wake up thinking about it. But people who are not thinking about it, it isn't real to them yet. And the fear is that it, when it finally is real to them, the fascist will have stepped in. However, our job, the, Democrat, the Democratic Party's job, is to make it real on a very micro level, to bring that message. My job is to bring that level all the way down to the very, very local level so that people are become aware of what it's going to mean for them in their life, regardless of the candidate. It's the issues that matter. And then this is the person who can win to protect these issues and move forward on the things that matter to you. And that's the big job in front of us. Well, that's why I launched this show on January 1st of 2024. So consider this a platform for all of what you just said and send people my way, come back whenever you want. Since we, uh, we agreed to go over, which is fine with me, um, Kathy Jo Hoy says, we can change things starting locally by getting involved locally with politics that affect us directly, well stated. Um, so what do we do about a third part? What happens if there's a third party candidate uh, on, uh, on either side? Um, when you look at the polls and how close the election is, uh, how are you feeling about that? Is there anything that you can say to alleviate fears? Um, is there, uh, or maybe we just need to use the fear of that to make sure that everyone understands why they need to go out and vote for Joe Biden? Right. I mean, so in a, in a succinct way, they, they, they turned us against each other to distract us from turning against them. Okay, so that's really the plan, the long range plan for the fascism to take it. So how do we how do we motivate people and how do we inform people? Most of the third party candidates and there's third and fourth party candidates out there are really those candidates who appear to be progressive. But really, they are fueled and funded by the extreme right fascists. And this is something that, that 
in a conversation, most uh, those people who believe in voting for that third party candidate or fourth or fifth party candidate don't believe that because they see our information as we're the problem. We won't take that chance on someone else. But the truth of the matter is, when you have somebody in office who's already making great progress, I don't want to hear about he's old. I want to hear about he's a Nazi. Why what are you voting for this person for? <laughs> you know, so I think that's really it. I, I okay. do want to say one more. Let me Please. say one more thing about Please. that, about his, he's old business. I think. And I'm not alone in this thought. The real fear about Biden being old is that he'll die in office. And if he dies in office, a woman of color will be president, a Democratic woman of color. That's the real fear for the radical right and for the white supremacists and, frankly, the Republican Party that has been infiltrated by both. Yes. And so it's it's. Uh, many people who are Democrats or or not are left of center will say, "I don't like the vice president," and and they often say, "I would vote for a woman, but not that woman." Now I'm getting deep into the sexism piece of this, and I often say to them, "You understand there is no right woman," and they're like, "Look at me! What? Why are you, Joy Silver, saying thank you, Rock? I see what you're saying. Uh, why are you saying?" There's no right woman. I said, because any woman who could be a fabulous president will be knocked down by media, by the extremists, and you won't even know why you don't like her. It just doesn't feel right. They're very good at tearing down any woman who might have been a good candidate. People didn't like uh, Hillary Clinton. I'll tell you this, she would have been we would have been farther along and in better shape than we were with um, the dictator in, in uh, the, the, the looming dictator uh, in making. I mean, we have to look at, is this, what is the real goal behind, I just don't like her. And it's always that. And it will always be that way for a female candidate until we get smart and realize that's what's going on. So I often say there's no right woman. Well, we have but, to decide that the woman is right. It's the woman that is right. It's not there's a right woman. <laughs> we've covered a lot of time, uh, a lot of uh, ground topics, a, a lot of ground in this uh, time together. I'm not tossing to Rachel Maddow, so I could uh, take uh, a few more minutes. <laughs> um, so I'm finding myself feeling like crying, but knowing I need to run a marathon. And maybe I'll run it while crying. What would you like to leave us with to inspire us to run that marathon? Here's the thing. No matter what happens, we have, we have been at this crossroads other countries have been at this crossroad. Even when they had the dictator walk in, they were able to fight against it and bring it back to democracy. We're a young country. So what we have to, we have to know that no matter what happens, it, and this is what I often say, if that guy wins, it won't be because of Joy Silver. And I yeah, know well. it, it, it won't be because of me. And I will always stand up 
and I will always resist fascism. And there are many like you and your listeners. We will stand up and we will fight together and we will take care of it and we will win. We might not win now, we might not win then, but we will win. There are more of us than there are of them. <laughs> um, Paulina, who, by the way, will be on my show tomorrow night talking about the assault on trans people in our country, states hundreds of thousands of people would still be alive under Hillary Rodham Clinton's presidency because she would have reacted faster on the pandemic than the orange clown did. Thank you. Uh, that among that among many points. Um, one of my guests confirmed for next week is uh, uh, Ellie Kay, as she's known among among Democratic circles, uh, and uh, there'll be all sorts of exciting programming coming up. But Joy, you've always been on the top of my list for a recurring panelist on this show, and I know you're very busy, but six p.m. nightly, I'm here. You can come here whenever you want. Thank you. Thank you, Nicholas. And thank you to all of those people who are listening and for your very uh, wonderful comments. It's nice to be among people who are like-hearted. I don't even want to say like-minded. I want to say like-hearted. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And give my love to your beautiful wife. You newly wed you. They've been together for decades, but they are newly married. This uh, is true. And give my love to her. And uh, thanks will. again. And thank you all at home for watching. Good night. safe place I got room to breathe been a long chase but at last I'm free these open woods I knew I could find peace here nothing like the city where I got tired of the running the catching up I got hungry for the I got hungry for the sun